Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot at what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're taking a closer look at supply chains in today's environment. I'm hearing daily reports of empty shelves at building supply stores. I'm seeing posts on social media of contractors who placed orders for construction lumber at some of the big box lumber stores two weeks ago and still do not have their orders fulfilled. I experienced the same thing last year when purchasing cedar for a small project. The supplier took my order for material that was supposedly in stock, and by the time the staff went to pick the inventory and fulfill the order, someone else had purchased the material out from underneath me. I found another source and asked the original retailer for a refund. A month later, I received a phone call that my order was ready and I could come pick it up. Needless to say, they were surprised to hear I'd canceled the order and had already received a refund. The higher cost of lumber is adding between twenty-five dollars to $30,000 to the cost of a new home, if you can find the material. Earlier this year, one of my general contractors submitted a change order asking if he could replace some roof decking with a superior plywood product, since the builder-grade chipboard was completely out of stock. The price difference at that moment in time was nearly zero because the more commonly used product was in such short supply, it was actually more expensive than plywood. Well, naturally, I said yes. The recent quotes I've received for materials have made me redevelop all of my budgeting spreadsheets, and some construction projects have been outright cancelled due to the high cost of construction. In my home market, a brand new $100 million police station tender was withdrawn by the city. The police station is badly needed, and the budget's in place, but the high cost of construction was enough to cancel this major project. So the question is, why have lumber prices gone up so much, especially at the retail level? Well, Madison's Lumber Reporter is a weekly publication they've been publishing since 1952. They're one of the foremost authorities on the lumber industry. There's plenty of raw material supply at the timber stand. Most of the timber supply in Canada is on government land, and the forestry companies bid for the right to harvest that timber on Crown land. In the United States, most of that timber is on land that's privately owned. Canadian softwood lumber is a significant contributor to the U.S. construction industry. The pandemic lockdowns of 2020 saw sawmill plants closed for six weeks in Canada, and then when they reopened, they were cautious on ramping up production. Meanwhile, demand did not fall throughout the year. Retailers experienced a spike in price coming from the sawmills, and the retailers literally had no time to react. They had no time to hedge with futures contracts. They were selling framing studs at $3.50, and then turning around and buying that replacement inventory from the sawmills at a much higher price. They'd never experienced that before. A sheet of plywood today that used to sell for $35 is now $100. For the sawmill, the year 2020 was close to ideal. They want to close the year with the log yard full of new timber to cut and the yard with finished inventory empty. And it's exactly what happened. But the demand is so far in excess of supply that sawmills are now resorting to transporting finished product by truck instead of by rail. That's in order to shorten the lead time but transportation by truck is triple the cost compared with rail. So the rail transport cars are sitting there empty, and there's a shortage of truckers, which further pushes up the price of transportation for the finished goods. We're seeing long lead times for all kinds of materials, including stone counters. Prices for quartz have been falling over the past five years, but in the past year, at least one supplier I know well has been increasing their price. The same slabs of quartz that have been sitting on their lot for several months have gone up in price. There's no obvious reason for the price to have increased to $80 per square foot, but yet it has. The tariff dispute between the U.S. and China has taken a backseat and is no longer as much of an issue. And despite this, the price of steel has continued to creep up. 
steel pricing has been a lot more stable than wood, and for the moment, metal framing studs are now cheaper than wood studs, but not by that much. They're basically at price parity. Some builders are substituting steel framing where possible in order to secure supply. The major builders are definitely taking steps to ensure security supply, and there's no question in my mind that some builders are hoarding materials in order to secure supply. I've spoken with several major builders who have purchased the lumber for about 2,000 residential units at a single time. That inventory will be consumed this year, but not this week. This shadow inventory follows the classic economic cycle. At some point, production will expand to meet demand, and the stockpiling behavior will end. At that time, companies will stop placing excessive orders to protect their security supply. They'll consume their in-house inventory, and demand for materials will drop despite continued construction activity. When that happens, we'll finally see prices for construction materials drop. So far, the industry analysts and industry insiders cannot foresee that drop in prices. We're in a pricing fog right now, and when you're in a fog, it's foggy. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.